What up, what up, what up everyone? Welcome to episode 151. You heard that right, episode 151 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Appreciate the continued support. Drop a comment right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combo's Court, and punch down on that subscribe button if you haven't already. Share this episode with a friend, man, via social media or word of mouth. Today's show co-host of the Earn Your Leisure podcast returns to Combos Court. That's right. Troy Millings and Rashad Bilal are back. A great conversation. Go find Earn Your Leisure on Instagram. You won't be disappointed. You know you can find me on Instagram at 12combo. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Together on the same screen, Troy and Rashad, co-hosts of our New Leisure podcast. Welcome back to Combos Court, man. How you guys feeling? What's up? What's up, man? How's everything? Man, it's good to be with you guys, man. First and foremost, how's the family? How are you guys doing? Is everything okay? Everybody's good, man. We are we are blessed that everybody's good. Um, just adjusting to this new way of life, um, especially from an educational standpoint. You know, homeschooling and being a teacher in this is different, but um, everybody's healthy, which is most important, man. Yeah. How's distant? How's distant learning going for you? Um, we just it, it's it's been challenging from the standpoint like a lot of my colleagues are not adept with to to this way of, of teaching. Um, yeah. so like I actually they got to invite me into their classrooms so I can post content, and I'll actually post it on somebody's feed, and they got they're real protective over it. like it's like their chalkboard, and I post it on it, and they one of the teachers kicked me out the room. <laughs> got you. That's crazy. <laughs> You think this is going to start a new trend of di- uh, distance learning when this is over, like like the normal? He's been saying this all day, man. Like this is going to be the new wave. I think it definitely will will spark education reform um, for a lot of reasons. Um, I, I've always been a proponent that kids don't need to be to need to be in school for ten months. I don't know why there's a hundred eighty day mandate. It, do, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, right. But yeah, I think this is uh, this is definitely going to be incorporated. Like school districts will see like, hey, there's certain things, and not just schools, but a lot of businesses will see like, hey, we really don't need somebody to do that. They can, we can have somebody do this from home. So I think a lot of positions will be created. I think a lot will disappear. Um, but it's going to be education reform after this, man. Nothing goes back to normal. So I, I hate when people say like, after we get over this curve, things will get back to normal. I'm like, nah. nah. 200,000 people pass away, and no, that, nothing's normal anymore. And for sure, first and foremost, uh, my thoughts and prayers to everybody affected by Corona. But I mean, people who a lot of smart people have told me that this is a huge price to pay when it comes to the economy. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's it's, it's obvious to everybody, you know, no business is open for the most part. People is out of work. Three million people, three point five million people um, filed unemployment. Yeah. Tomorrow's going to be interesting, man. It's um, it's unprecedented. And uh, the economy is. uh, I mean, this is devastating. Yeah. It's devastating. There, there, there's nothing that's ever happened like this ever in our lifetime. Um, but I said tomorrow's going to be interesting because tomorrow's the unemployment report. Last week was 3 million. 
I'll be interested to see what that number is tomorrow when it comes out. For sure. Um, tell me more about the stimulus package, man, because is this just something, because somebody put it to me like this, they're just going to hand out $1,200 and then hold people accountable when those bills start coming in and people don't have jobs. I mean, you guys live in New York. I live in New York. 1200 you can't do too much with it. So just tell me more about the stimulus plan, man. I mean, we still reading. We actually got um, a Zoom thing tomorrow that we're going to do on YouTube about it with an accountant. It's 800 pages, so nobody really knows all of it yet because it just came out on gotcha. Friday. 800. But it's a lot as far as, um, you know, what Nancy Pelosi even said is this is just a down payment um, because this isn't like the first. This isn't going to be the last one. They're going to do multiple yeah. of these things. So, um, wow, okay. you know, a lot of... Um, Small business, um, that's something that is, is real big as far as the small business relief. Um, there's grants and there's loans. There's a lot of different programs for that. Um, there's programs for people with um, mortgages. Um, we actually just spoke out to MG, the mortgage guy. He's, he's not really a big proponent of that because he's saying, like, you know, you have to pay your mortgage for three months. But afterwards, it's like a lump sum payment. Like, yeah. you have to pay it back eventually. That's the fine print. Um, so it's, it's so much, honestly, bro, um, that I don't think anybody has a full understanding of everything right now there's a lot of stuff for retirement plans like you can take money out of a retirement plan right now and not have to pay taxes on um the penalty penalty taxes you have to pay taxes but not penalty taxes and um you can take uh loan um used to be a fifty thousand dollars was the max out of a 401k now it's a hundred thousand so it's a, it's a lot of different provisions yeah. a lot of moving parts in the stimulus package um, unemployment too we just spoke about unemployment with a friend of ours like at the the normal unemployment payable, I think four hundred dollars a week. They've upped that to six hundred dollars. So now, yeah. so now everybody's gonna get a thousand dollars if they when they file for unemployment. So that helps. Um, it's crazy though, because like I said, I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, I think that this this is only the beginning, and it's gonna get um, worse. I don't see how it gets better anytime soon. So let me ask you a question, Rashad. I mean, you study trends. Um, did you see this coming? Because we know Jeff Bezos sold stock and. Uh, you know, other people did the same. Did you see this coming, this type of situation in America? Um, no, I mean, for, for years, we, we knew that the stock market was going to uh, correct itself and a recession okay. would come. Like, that's just part of the economic cycle. Recessions happen. So we, had, we were in the longest bull market in history, so we knew that the recession was going to come at some point. Mm -hmm. That wasn't a surprise. I actually thought the recession was going to be later and, like, 2021 which most economists called for the the curveball was the corona nobody really you know and i don't think that um the general public myself included understood how serious it was mm -hmm. like that thing that stuff that bezos and these other ceos you know obviously they're heavily they're heavily connected with politicians right and politicians they got you know they get briefed on the stuff before we actually know like we knew about coronavirus but we didn't have the extent of how serious it was going to be. Yeah. And I think that obviously, you know, they probably had that information to say, like, right, this is serious. If you look at the senators, Congress people that um, sold all their stock after they got briefed, they got briefed by the health organization or whatever. Mm -hmm. And um, the day after they sold millions of dollars worth of stock because they, yeah. when they got briefed, obviously they told them like, this isn't just the flu. This is serious. And yeah. this, this is the worst case scenario of what could possibly happen. So I don't think anybody without inside information could have predicted this. I mean, we knew it, we knew it would have an effect. It would be bad. But, I mean, this is unprecedented. They shut down the whole world. Every single country has shut down. That's never happened in the history of the world. So, so is that considered insider training or is like, talk to me? 
slippery ground right now, like as far as the um the especially the Congress people, you know, they're under investigation really, because it's like they have a law that you can't profit off of inside information that you receive as a Congress. They actually just put that law in place. It was legal to do that in Congress for a long time, but they just put that law in place a few years ago. So now, you know, it's a lot of, they have to say like, okay, well, I didn't do it, my financial advisor did. You know, it is, it's, it's going back and forth, but if they can prove that, you know, you got inside information and then you made a decision based off of that, then yeah, I mean, that's how Martha Stewart, Martha Stewart did federal jail time because of that, so. yeah. Federal country club. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I mean it's crazy, man. You know, it's 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 unprecedented. Like I said, I mean, I know this is a sports podcast, but obviously sports is done. Yeah. Um across the board. Well, I mean I, I saw the comment on the Jay Billis post. I recently peeped that. Uh so you you're he was optimistic the NBA season would return. Okay. Sources are trying to say that everybody wants to make this happen, but you don't feel like that's I mean, I just, yeah, I, I, I doubt that it happens. Um, like we said, I mean, we here in New York, so we get the live update every day at 11. So for them to say yeah. that the peak is going to come at the end of this month and we're just starting the month, that tells you that <laughs> we have to have a downturn. So to have an NBA season, it just feels like almost like insensitive and irresponsible to be doing. Like I, Even with no fans, it's just like, bro, it's going to be tough, man. Yeah, yeah, the whole vibe is all. Somebody said, like, you know, as far as people need something to entertain them, yeah. and the, the, the ratings will be through the roof because everybody's home. Yeah. So it'll be definitely a money maker for the NBA. Even if they play without fans, they'll be making so much money on the ratings. I don't even know if the players, it's like, I don't know how you, like, you test the players, but they still got to, you just keep them quarantined. Like, they got to go outside. They might catch corona and give it to somebody. Yeah. And you don't like, know. It's, a, it's an invisible enemy like we have no idea where it is i see you know what's going to be interesting in, in, in the sports world is what happens with this ufc event like this has been getting some news i um i know they're about to do an event on the 19th and everybody's like yo why are you having an event uh like this makes no sense and i saw that uh khabib just pulled out he said i'm staying in russia i'm quarantining myself and dana white is adamant he's like yo this show's going on with or without him so that'll be interesting because people like this is going to be in the height of this. Like right now, even with in, no fans, obviously, right? No fans, no, no fans. Just two refs, uh, announcer and the ref, and, and uh, referee. But it's just like that's interesting, though. Could, could you imagine if this thing? I mean, the amount of deaths that are coming back in the next two weeks. Like the president said to himself, the next two weeks are going to be scary times. So could you imagine somebody putting on an event and profiting? Because I'm sure he's going to make it pay per view. He's not going to make it available for the general public. He's going to put it on pay per view. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it's a slippery slope, man. How have you guys made of the media coverage um, for the coronavirus? What do you make of it? Um, you know, the media is the media. That's you know, their job. Yeah. Their job is just, you know, tell the same story over and over again. Watch CNN. It's like watching the same, it's like a, a 24-hour yeah. repeat show. Yeah, you might as well watch 15 minutes and then just... Yeah, you know, it's exactly. crazy, man, because they, they, the people who are giving the news are now quarantined themselves. Like, we were literally sitting here last night. Chris Cuomo was in his crib talking about he has coronavirus. I'm like, it was crazy. I watched ABC um, Good Morning America in the morning. I'm like, Robin Roberts is at home. I'm like, Dr. Jen, who was giving all the news, a boyfriend. Came. I'm like, yo, this is crazy, man. I mean, but they, sure. I want to say it's sensationalized. It's like, yo, it's information. It's over information. Um, but I, I guess it's necessary. I, I, I hope people take heed to all this overdoing of it because it's like, yo, this is serious, man. Yeah. For sure. I mean, you see um, 89 people are on live right now on Instagram. I think Instagram must be getting a lot of attention right now, but 
does it really benefit them when some of these companies might not even have any capital to invest? Um, what are your thoughts on how Instagram might benefit off this or even Facebook or anybody on social media? Is there any benefit at all at this point? I think, I think Instagram and social media, I think is definitely benefiting from just having uptick in users. Yeah. New subscribers are signing up and new users is, is logging on with nothing else to do. So um, I'm sure their numbers and, you know, they, they mastered how to make money just off of people's attention. So the longer they can keep you on the app, there's always going to be somebody to advertise. And even mm-hmm. if the advertising dollars are slow right now, when it comes back, they'll have, you know, a hundred million more people. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, a fact. You know, so it's never a bad thing for them. Um, everybody's going to be down as far as advertising and stuff like that. That's going to come. Like I said, we kind of knew that was going to come anyway. And that just kind of accelerated it. This this thing right here just kind of accelerated everything. But um, people still making money, though. Some people that's still. That's a fact. It's, 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 money, it's money to be made out here, especially online. People are still spending money. There's, there's money to be made. Um, so yeah, it's not it's not all the way bad for, yeah. for people because there there are some people that are actually making making a lot of money yeah. right I now. I think I think people are growing their brands too. Like you look like a situation like D Nice, like that's somebody we knew our whole lives growing up, but the world didn't, right? This dude he's from was, Westchester? No, nah, he's from the Bronx. But he was like he was, he was part of the like BDP, which is KRS one back in the South Bronx, but it was like Got you. he's a privatized DJ. So like he was doing the presidential inauguration before people knew who he was. This is this moment right now turned him into like number one DJ in the world. So like the opportunities that are gonna be opened up to him after this, I could imagine would be through the roof, right? Like I even we was I was talking about Tory Lanez. Like this dude was like just an R&B artist, and now he has like he just broke the record. They just put like the Guinness Book of World Records. He had three hundred thousand people on his live, of the, like three hundred thousand people. It's just like damn, like that type of audience. Like I'm sure somebody's gonna offer him a show after this. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, people are building their brands. Uh, I'm noticing some people are putting like they have sponsors now when they have that type of crowd. So people are, st- are still finding ways to to gain revenue. For sure, a lot of uh, some big companies that are around right now came out of the last recession. Do you see that happening with this one? And are we in a recession right now? Yeah, I think we definitely in a recession. A recession is two um, negative quarters to stay classic. So we obviously know that first quarter just the ended. First yesterday. quarter is negative. Okay. Second quarter is definitely probably going to be negative too, so we're in the middle of a recession right now. Because uh, when the when the when the numbers come out for the second quarter, that'll show that we're in a recession. The first six months of the year, nobody's going to make money. No business is going to make money for the whole entire year. No business is going to make money this year. Well, not no business, but the vast majority of businesses mm-hmm. won't make money this year for the entire year. So we're definitely in the middle of a recession right now. Um, so yes. That was, I would say that we definitely in a recession. What was the second part of that question? Uh, who's going to, do you see any businesses that will, will actually thrive? You know, I think Uber was one of the businesses, right? From the last recession. Uber, Airbnb. Yeah, gotcha. there's, a, there's a few. Obviously, I, I, I think in the medical field, for sure. Obviously, you, you saw like yesterday, Abbott Laboratories came out with the five minute test for the virus. I think that, that, that type of business, especially if this thing takes over the world like it is, that would be definitely needed. Um, I think in the technology space, obviously, when you see uh, how we're connected right now on Zoom, I'm sure that there will, there's a company right now that's looking like, yo, we can make this experience even better. So I think telecommunications through virtual conferencing is, is going to blow up. Slate is another company. Um, so like companies in that industry where it's like, yo, we're now going to be encouraged to work from home. People who go into those type of industries, I think it's going to make a killing. Have you guys put in... Um 
any thought into how entertainment and sports will change when this is all over? I know everything's going to change, but you guys see something coming with it or do you think it'll look somewhat like it looked before all of this? I think we might not have any fans in his stands. You know, Serious, Rashad? Yeah, sure. It's like social distancing. He's a big pessimist, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, I mean. That's like, crazy, though. There's no, there's no cure for this, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like there's no vaccine for about right. 18 months. So being that there's no cure, there's no vac- it's not like it just goes away. It's not going to go away. That's, that's, that's the part that people don't fully understand when it's like, are right, we going to get back to – no, it's, it's not going anywhere. Only, like, during the summer, viruses don't really live during the summer months, uh, during heat. So it'll probably go away during the summer, but then next winter it'll flare back up again. This is what the doctors are saying. So if we don't have a cure by next winter, which looks highly likely, then, I mean, you have NFL and stuff like that. Like, what are you going to do? You can't have fans in the stands that's yeah. not – it's not healthy, like it's not safe. So you're going to have to have social distancing and whether it be, you know, 25% occupancy at, at um, sporting events or no sport, no, no fans at all. Just play the game and just have it televised. I think that goes back into the the last question you asked is where can people uh, find businesses in that? I think of the virtual economy will boom, right? When NBA was doing that earlier this year with the NBA league pass, where you can virtually watch the games if you had the headset. If you do that now, like, if we can't go to the games and if you could virtually be in the arena, then people are going to take that incentive because people love sports, right? That's what America is about. We love sports. So to be there virtually, I think, would be big. Um, I even think the movie theaters, too. Like, what are you saying? Like, that social distancing is not going to go anywhere for the next six to eight months, if not longer. So I, I see movies like what Disney just did. They thought that they had this campaign was like, yo, we're putting Frozen on our streaming services. So it, it, it's, we're putting it out three months early. I'm like, you've been sitting on movie. Of course you're gonna put it out because you know everybody's home. It's like, they're gonna just start putting movies straight to your on demand, right? Like there was movie, I think um, I was watching with my kids, um, Onward, that came out March 11th. Two weeks ago, it was ready to be online and you can order it and watch it. Tomorrow it's gonna be on Disney Plus, like to be able to watch. The movie, there's no movie theaters anymore. So why even put them out in the movie theaters? Like, that changes that the industry completely, right? Like if I can order it for $19.99 and stay at my home, I'll do it. I don't have to worry about being infected or being around somebody. Like people are gonna do that. So people who can make that experience even better, they're gonna make a killer. Yeah. What does that mean for people that own these big arenas? Um that can't be good. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's not, it's not good for <laughs> it's not good for the artists, it's not good for the athletes, it's not good for companies like Live Nation. We spoke about that the other day yep. where I don't know. They just not gonna find a new way to adapt uh, because yeah, I don't see. I mean, once the vaccine comes, yeah. then that'll probably be like, all right, now we can kind of get back. But then people will be psychologically so shocked from they're not gonna want to. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a, it's almost like an injury in sports. The mental part of it's worse than the physical. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Even even the um the concert thing. Like there, I think Taylor Swift did that with her last concert. Like the, the tickets obviously sold out. So what she started doing was. She had like cameras that kind of look like the ones that are in here, but they were recorded so people can literally watch the concert for a price. It's not gonna be the price of a ticket, but it's like, yo, if I'm sitting in the bleachers, I gotta, this is a better seat for me anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like, for sure. People gonna start making them type of moves, man. So, you guys, man, what's your mindset going into this? How have things shifted for you? And just what's your mindset going into this new world we're about to live in? I'll say this, man, and this is one of the best pieces of advice he ever gave me as a as my financial advisor. He was just like, yo, listen, 
you need to have six months of reserves. And that's something he told me when I was like 26. And so like, I've always lived by that. Like, yo, listen, be prepared. Always be prepared. You never know. You never know when the drought's gonna come. So from, for me personally, it was like, all right, well, let's see how we're gonna weather this. Obviously working in education, I'm, I'm very fortunate that, you know, they haven't changed anything with our salaries. So that's been cool. But as far as earning your leisure, it's all systems go. You know, a lot of things we do are through the internet anyway. Um, we, right. we, we do lose on doing live events. Um, but, you know, we'll figure things out as we go, right? Well, now we can do lives on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? We can do conferences through Zoom like we're doing right now. So everything is pretty much, I won't say, we, nothing's changed too much for us. No, just a lot of events, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, interviews, of course. Yeah. You know, we haven't been able to do interviews like how we usually do the interviews. But, yeah, fortunately, we have some interviews that we already have saved. And we're going to try some Zoom interviews, see yeah. how that goes. So. Yeah. And the beauty, the beauty of, uh, of us is that, we do everything from our house. So like, we don't have to go anywhere. It's not like, yo, we have to go to the studio or the studio's closed down, so now we can't shoot. I was like, yo, we got the camera, let's just do it. And we started this, but just me and him. So going back to just me and him is nothing really. Yeah. Right, for sure. Um, I'm, subs- I'm subscribed, so I see the podcasts are still coming in. I see it, I see you guys, <laughs> I see you guys working. Uh, man, it was great having you on the podcast. Where can we find you on social media and everywhere else? Yeah, Earn Your Leisure uh, on all social media platforms. Um, Earn Your Leisure YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe, like, subscribe. And um, yeah, the podcast comes out on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google. So yeah, and then you just tap in. Our website is earnyourleisure.com. It has all the information to all of our stuff, our online university, merch, all that stuff. And um, yeah, you know, hopefully this thing will pass soon, hopefully. And um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, man. I really appreciate you guys being here. I think this is going to bring tremendous value to my listeners. Um, you guys are always welcome on the show. You know that. Appreciate you, bro. Yeah, appreciate it. You know when you want to come on. We're out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, we got we still we got the the Last Dance documentary. We can look forward to that, right? Yo, that was a great move because they dropped it, but they left a few weeks for the hype. Yeah, just put the content out. You got it. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, what do we yeah. say? What are we saving it for? Right. Exactly. But now they're doing it. Uh, they're going to drop it on consecutive Sundays. Everybody. So everywhere else in the world is going to get it on Netflix. They can consume it all at once. The United oh, really? States. I didn't even yeah. know it was on Netflix. It, it's, but not in the U.S. Not in the U.S. Got you. ESPN but, for us. Yeah, ESPN. And then every Sunday we'll get to watch it. I know Rashad's excited. That's going to be big time. Nah, he, he, ain't a, he ain't a Chicago guy. Ah, <laughs> uh, my fault. That's, that's <laughs> Yo, it was great. It was great having you guys on. You're always welcome back on the show. Stay safe and talk soon. Appreciate you, bro. Sure, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Combos Court and big shouts to Troy and Rashad for joining in. We appreciate you. Combo Nation, let me know how you feel about this episode right in the comments section of your Apple podcast app stay safe out there make sure you continue to wash your hands and practice social distancing be on the lookout for episode 152 combo out